once God told me that she was my wife and I knew that she was my wife, it was easy to love her. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But after so many years of knowing a person and then now all of a sudden we're walking down a whole new pathway and seeing this person evolve on a whole nother level. It was mind blowing to me. My life used to feel like I was stuck on autopilot, trapped in the same thought loops, worries, and fears. Then something major happened. Enter psychedelics. My name is Kat Walsh, and you're listening to Trip On This. Join me as we journey together into these mysterious realms, discussing everything from personal transformation, otherworldly experiences, and practical at-home tips. Welcome, fellow traveler, to the land of limitless possibilities. Welcome back, my friends. It is my pleasure to introduce today's guests, Princella and Zeno. They're a husband-wife duo who goes around to select cities in the U.S. holding psilocybin mushroom ceremonies. This episode is so much fun. We have so many laughs. We go down so many different threads. But ultimately, what I when I think about this episode and what it all comes down to is it's about faith and walking in faith and walking towards your path. It is so much fun, and I hope everyone enjoys it. But before we get into this episode, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Pilgrim Soul Publishing, and more specifically about their creative thinking journal that was quite literally conceived for the times that you are high, or in our case, tripping. As adults, it's easy for us to talk about how we're not creative, in quotes, right? I was completely guilty of this too. I'm not a creative, because I associated creativity with things like arts and music and, you know, being like a creative writer. But I realized through my entrepreneurial journey, especially with Trip on This, is that creativity comes in all different forms. How do we creatively look at our life? How do we look at our business creatively? How do we creatively solve problems in our life, right? And the thing is about creativity, it's a muscle like anything else. And so that's what this journal really focuses on is it activates that part of the brain and helps us to realize like, oh, maybe we're actually more creative than we think. If you're interested in picking up your own copy of the Creative Thinking Journal, or you want to gift it to a friend who you know particularly likes to get high, this would be a great gift. Head over to pilgrimsoul.com and you can use the code TRIPONTHIS for 20% off your entire order. Or you can hit the link in the description of this episode. And with that, I pass it over to Princella and Zeno. Princella, Zeno, it is so good to see you both again. I am so looking forward to this conversation, people to hear your journeys, because it's a really, it fascinated me. And I knew the minute, 10 minutes into our conversation, I was like, yup, when can we schedule this call? (laughs) So thank you both again for being here. Welcome to Trip on This. Oh man, thank you so much for allowing us to be on your amazing podcast your amazing show yes thank you for Um, allowing us to be on your platform of course of course i mean i think let's start with your journeys because i think this is the thing where um for me it's the most interesting part about podcasts and certainly trip on this is like hearing how people came to the medicine path right why psychedelics how did you get here and i think Mm -hmm. a good way to understand that is what was before you know what were you guys doing before and really what led you to this shamanic ceremonial psilocybin mushroom path that you're on wow well you want to well yeah i can start with me um for me um i grew up in uh 
Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um, I told myself at 16 years old that I was it 16. No, it was 14 uh, that I was not working for nobody else. And so I went to cosmetology school. And mm-hmm. so after cosmetology school, I did hair for some years. And then I started becoming an esthetician because I felt like uh, I've always been extremely close with my husband. We've always done everything together. And I'm like, this hair stuff, it got it got us apart too long. Oh, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm well, there. not at 14 or 16. Well, no, I'm talking I... about once I started working in the salon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once there I started you go. working in the salon. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Let's, let's so, clarify that. Yeah. You were much, much older, <laughs> and we weren't living in the 1800s. So, okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes I would get out at midnight and, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, no, I have to cut that down. So I started becoming an esthetician. I started really going in, learning my craft. And so I built uh a clientele from that so that's what i was doing i mm-hmm. was uh an esthetician um i always liked to cook mother wife i just i did a lot of things mm-hmm. uh in the house and then there was him yeah and so my <laughs> name is zeno obviously i am the husband mm-hmm. of the shaman here and mm-hmm. or right of uh, vision princella Zeno. So at that time, um, basically I had graduated high school, got out of high school, went to college for about a year and a half. Um, I was really focusing on a mechanical drafting and grew grew up in the same city, city of Detroit, Michigan. I just thought, wow, one day in class, this is not what I want to do. So I decided to drop out of college. So I dropped out of college and I pursued uh, um, the pathway of becoming a recording artist. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, being from Detroit, Michigan, uh, one of the main things, or at least one of the main record companies you would want to be signed to, of course, is Motown, Motown Records. And so I pursued that at 18 years old. The industry, uh, this was pretty new then. So this was what uh, Atlanta was before it became the major metropolis um, that it is today. I actually moved out to Atlanta, eventually got signed about a year and a half, and I just started traveling, started traveling um, across the world, um, across the country, um, recording and shooting videos and um, gaining deals and losing deals and, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, all those different things that the industry kind of tosses at you. And then I came back and that's how we ended up getting married. Um, But for me, it was so much of the secular side of things that we ended up really getting um connected to the church world mm-hmm. so i just utilized my gifts that i was singing in casinos and all these other places yeah. right um i just said well i'll just sing for god mm-hmm. and um, i ended up actually moving up pretty fast in the ranks in the church world um became what they call a psalmist. You know what's funny what's funny i have mm-hmm. to cut him off with that right mm-hmm. because i have to interject Yes, we started going to church together, but it was not until he visited uh, California. He had visited Los Angeles. Yes. And when he, the last day that he was here, it was Mm -hmm. when that. uh, It was a 6.7 earthquake. The Northridge earthquake. You were there for the Northridge earthquake visiting? Uh, listen. Oh quick, my quick God! And you you ended up back here. <laughs> yeah, listen. Yeah, it, it ran me the hell out of California. <laughs> totally. It, it pushed him to God, and then yeah. he had yeah. to move back out here for us to really find out who God really was. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. It's really crazy. Yeah. That's. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up because it was like a four day situation, and um, I was actually in a group. We were really like, you know, trying to get a, a whole another record deal and everything. So we were going around visiting record companies and stuff. 
And every day for the four days that we were here visiting, the weirdest stuff was happening. It was, I think like California had like a major fog storm and hundreds of people ended up, you know, transitioning from that. Oh it was God. like really, really right before crazy. The earthquake? So that last day, huh? Right before the earthquake? Yes. This oh was my. all happening consecutively. Wow. I think like on uh, the first day that we got here, it was a guy who ended up carjacking somebody. And then um, <laughs> oh my, my buddy and I, we, we went to like this check cashing place, right? And um, we're looking at, there's a television on the wall and we're kind of like looking at the TV and it, we're looking at this car chase. And then there's a guy that's actually outside of the intersection where we're inside of the building. And he pulls out like, I guess some type of automatic weapon and he's shooting and he starts shooting through the, the building that we were standing in the check. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so is your California trip. Just... That's even funnier <laughs> right. that you're back. That is hilarious. There's there's open fire. There's a there's a fog so, thing. There's <laughs> there's a fog wow. thing. There's a major carjacking where the guy just uh, goes. Oh my back. god. And so like uh the very last day, it was about maybe like four or five o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. We're at uh uh the Holiday Inn Hotel and we're like really high up, like on a, like the 16th floor or something. And um we have stayed up all night because we were like, this whole weekend was just the craziest thing ever, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we stayed up pretty late at the bar, finally laid down. I'm staring at the ceiling of the hotel room and I'm thinking, man, I'm tired. I need to get some sleep. And uh, so I'm going, my body is shaking. I'm like, I really need to get some sleep. <laughs> no, oh my God, that's airplane. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic. Yes, yeah, so heavily that I end up jumping out of the bed. I crawl to my knees. I, um, you know, pull the curtains, you know, open, <coughs> pardon me. And the whole, the, uh, the telephone poles are waving like this, right? They're wow. going back and forth like two picks. And that's when I came to God and I was like, oh my gosh, I just, uh, I started um, praying. I was like, I didn't think I was going to make it. I could hear the building like screeching, mm -hmm. eh, you know, mm -hmm. all this stuff. So our flight was the first flight and the only flight that made it out uh, wow. from, from the um, airline that I was on. Right. And so the, the, uh, <clears throat> the pilot in the middle of the air is doing like a death count, right? While we're actually in the air. And so I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not, I'm not ever coming back to California. Like, <laughs> as soon as I touched down, I'm finding the first church that I could find. <laughs> I was supposed to come mm -hmm. with him, but I decided not to come. I was pregnant with our son. Oh, right. God, thank God you weren't there for all that. No, and like right. an oh, earthquake. Man. I mean, obviously you were fine, but still. <gasps> Yeah, so wow. we ended up like getting into this whole, um, I'll just say like religious thing, you know, try to develop a relationship with the creator on some level. And I think we did that. Um, but I moved up pretty fast in the rankings as far as singing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I became what was called a psalmist. And that's the person that is supposed to evoke the most emotion right mm -hmm. before the minister gets up to sing, mm -hmm. right? And so- Speak. Yeah, or yeah, before he gets to to mm -hmm, speak, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and so, or at least our pad, our um, our bishop at the time, he wasn't a vocalist at all. Mm -hmm. So, um, but anyway, I ended up traveling across the country with him, right, getting on a private jet, and we would go to different places and do conferences and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, just I think overall, my wife came to me one day after like years, right? She just came to me one day out of the blue and was like, "You you think we should?" you think we should just move to California? I don't think there's anything else here for us in Michigan. Would you, would you like to move? And I was like, yes. Right. And so, um, it was literally just that. Simple. Yeah. It was just that simple. And I was, my mindset has, was always at that point, 
I'm not ever living anywhere but Detroit, Michigan for my really? entire life. Yeah, so she was a ride or die, like Michigander, right? 313 to the end. And yeah. I, I had traveled the world. So when she said, do you think you, you know, you want to move? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've been here yeah. for 11 years and I still got, I still have the same phone number. Like I'm holding yeah. on. She's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I so, love, I love yeah. house music. And so I always have this thing with like Detroit. I was like, and techno, like techno and house. And I'm like, oh, I just would love to go. There's a, oh. there's a, there's this something called movement out there. I'm sure you guys know it. You know, the, the festival. Oh, I, for sure. I oh, yeah. want to go there so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a part of it. Yeah. I've been a part of it, uh, you know, with a couple of groups and stuff like mm -hmm. that, just singing on stage. So mm -hmm. it is a major, major thing. People fly internationally to come to totally. Detroit yeah, and totally. um, celebrate the whole tech world. So mm -hmm. if, if you haven't done it, Kat. Oh no, it's on my list. Okay. You have to do it. Cause it is amazing. I honestly. Will. I'm not, I'm not kidding. You have to do it. Okay? I, will. I will. I could probably get you backstage. You okay. All right. But, uh, we'll hit you up for that. Be like, okay, I'm going. Yeah. Where else should I go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just let us know. Okay. Perfect. Calls, right? Perfect. So, um, you know, fast forward, uh, we move out to California in about a year and a half. My wife is amazing. She does a million things, but she, um, ended up sending off for audition, uh, for a television show. Mm -hmm um on bravo network and we ended up landing the show nice. it, it was called the couch and uh we did four seasons of that right and so the premise of the show was you watch these television shows and you give commentary mm -hmm. and so before we got on the show my whole idea was we're going to be the family that's known for like eating the craziest food <laughs> yeah right? yeah yeah so yeah. anytime they see us our dining room, our, our, our table, our living room like, table. I did, I did not like that. Yeah, she, she hated it. She hated the idea. But it worked. It did work. The okay. People loved us and they always kind of tune in. And they were like, you know, they would hit us up before the episode. Like, what are you guys eating? We want to make <laughs> oh, that's cute. You know, all this stuff. Right. So it was, it was honestly, it was like the coolest job on the planet. We had so much fun. Totally. I mean, to get paid, watch, you know, to watch TV and eat food. I mean, to even, to, the TV. to even land it, like there's so much, con there's so, it's tough to get on any of those shows. Like, so already oh, yeah. you're in your instinct to just like, without kind of knowing why you're going to California and then suddenly you, see, you the land the show. Is, the funny thing <laughs> is, um, when I, when we were in Michigan, um, one day I said in my mind, I never said anything to him. I used to always watch Bravo and mm -hmm. I was like. I want to be on Bravo. Yeah. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know. I just, they definitely were in not my come mind, to in my all. mind, no. they was coming to Michigan to get us. No. Cause I was not moving. <laughs> right. Right. Point. Of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so in my mind, <laughs> and so I was seeing all for little auditions. Like, uh, it was a, it was a trading spouses or yeah. Or, uh, yeah. It was a show called trading spouses. Or mm -hmm. it was one of them. We booked that also. Oh, and, really? Um, it ended up getting canceled right mm. before. Uh, yeah, we could get cast before uh, before everything went through. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. I thought that was the way. Right. And so when we came out here, um, I didn't even know because I looked at everything like everything was a scam. <laughs> mm -hmm. coming from detroit i mean, <laughs> I, mean I mean but, that, but there's but that's with those kind of shows and things like yeah it's good to have a level of discernment and see like where is it coming well, from and like it's good to do your due diligence well yeah. plus it, 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 it was also due to trauma right for me yeah because my mm -hmm. mama was a scammer mm -hmm. yes yeah you deep. know yeah out there in them streets yeah getting them drugs yeah gotta do them scams mm -hmm. so i was like ain't nobody scamming me when we moved to LA. <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah yeah 
So I saw, and, and I will always look at stuff and be like, nope, that's a scam. Mm -hmm. Nope, that's a scam. And initially, I thought this was a scam. But when I saw that it was not, upon further uh, investigation, mm -hmm. you know, I went ahead and sent off for it. And ultimately, uh, we got cast. Yeah, we got cast. Of course you guys did, because you're awesome. You're just fun to look. You just got a whole fun vibe. But of course, and look at that. Man, if, I want to be on Bravo. I don't know how. And it's like, don't worry about how. We got you. Like, that's there it is. manifesting 101 right there. Boom. All we have to do is move. All we have to do is yeah. move. And when we decided, and see, that's the thing that people have to understand. When we decide to make a decision, mm -hmm. we have to go at the decision blindly. Yeah. Not having everything set out one, oh, two, yeah, three. This is how to it's going to So attached yeah. to how it's going to go. Yeah. Because that means you putting God, the universe, in a box. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And so when we decided to move, we didn't have a job. We didn't know yeah. where we were going to live. Yeah, wow. We didn't care. It happened in January. We said October 1st. Mm -hmm. We're out of here. Yeah. And on February, I started packing. Wow. No, literally, she started taking paintings <laughs> off of the wall. And, um, you know, like the dishes that we were eating on, mm -hmm. she was like, no, I'm I'm packing these up. We're going to eat off of paper plates. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's just like, uh, we just said that we're, we were moving like yesterday yeah. and now you're packing. That's I, literally how she's what, lived her life. What I love about that too, and like exactly what you said when I, you know, when it comes, I feel like that creative energy, that manifesting, it is that like also taking the step, right? Not just like, I wish, I wish, I wish, and then never doing uh, anything to put yourself in the position to yeah. meet opportunity, right? Like, you know, I think of this as somebody who's single. Um, well, Kat, you're not going to meet anybody uh, if you aren't, if you stay in the house and you're not on an app. Now, I chose not to be on an app, but I mean, that means that if I want to meet someone, I need to be putting myself, I need to be saying yes to events and yes to going to things because as much as I would love like Prince Charming to knock on my door randomly, <laughs> that's probably unlikely. So it's like, right. I love that it's, there's that, you know, you take two steps and then the universe meets you, right? That's yeah. where like, and I love what you were saying about also not being so prescriptive about how it needs to look and just yeah. allow yourself to be guided to like, okay, what are we doing? And we trust that's ultimate faith right there. Because I'm going to tell you, it's not going to go how you expect it to go anyway. So yeah. you might as well not even be married to the idea. Totally. Oh, totally. I mm -hmm. think that's why the universe chose her to be a shaman and an oracle, because <laughs> I did not live my life like that. Most people don't. I was don't. a really good follower, to be totally honest. Kat. <laughs> yeah. You, know, so you like love her. So you're like, okay, is this where we're going? <laughs> no, seriously. It was just like, he give was. me instructions, <laughs> and I'll follow them. Like, I love that. Example. Let me give you an example, right? <laughs> It was somebody that I didn't like, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we drove up to his grandmother's house, I was like, so-and-so is in there. Mm -hmm. And you know they're going to ask you to come in the room. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. And right. he was like, you think I am? Right. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> Soon as we walked in the house, he was like, I need to talk to you. He was like, okay. You're like, well, what happened? We had a pep talk right before this. Sweet, you know what I mean? That's so funny. Yeah, my heart and instructions, like, you know, um, so that's how I kind of live my life. And that, that I honestly I think back and I just go, yeah. Um, she was extremely intentful throughout her life uh, at a very young age. And I was more so, it would have to take a traumatic situation in order for me to like, you know, kind of stand on my own and then go, okay, I need to do something. 
Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you could give me instructions and I would follow. I love that. I love, yeah. but I love, I love that honesty. Like, yeah, like, and the thing is, that's a great partnership because the thing is, two people that like have, you can, it's, it's like you need, um, uh, that's how it synergy is, is when it's not about two people like, no, it's my idea. No, it's my idea. No, we need to do this. Like then it doesn't, you need two people that can oh, like man. work together to be like, okay, I see, I see. And then I'm sure you've had great ideas to be like, what about this? And then it's like, okay, yeah, cool. But like the big things, you know, it is, most people don't live with a certain level of trust and surrender. And that's something I'm definitely trying to cultivate in my life. Cause that is where the miracle zone is. Yes. But that is that that is the Woo. to me that is like that is the spiritual journey is how yeah. deep can you trust oh, in man. everything? Oh, man, listen. But you know what? I think everybody has this this innate little spirit inside of them, mm -hmm. right? Especially when it comes to, I just say like uh, utilizing a level of faith about yeah. something. Just like you know, I think like we all have it in us, yeah. and we we really kind of wonder like how would it be right to live a life where we could just depend on source right <laughs> right just yeah depend on you know being led mm -hmm. throughout life yeah. organically just showing up in places and it, it being destiny for us yeah. i kind of feel like we all have that inside of us that mm -hmm. little voice every now and then that taps us like don't you just want to let go and just yeah like just live a little bit like you know, lose control, literally lose control. So you yeah. can gain some control. Yeah. And so I always kind of live my life like that. My wife was more, more intentional. Like yeah. this is the roadmap that I have. So, but with that came mm. a lot of control issues. Mm -hmm. It has to mm. be like this. It has to be like this. Ooh, it has man. to be like this. Mm. And change was not my friend. Change Ooh, was my enemy. So, so that's really interesting. So you've had like almost two voices. That's like, you're going to, we're going to throw you into massive change. Actually, you are going to take you out of a place that you said that you were always going to go. You felt the intuitive call that you had to leave. And yet another part of you is like kicking and screaming in terms of being like, I want to do it this way though. Like it has to be like this or like, is that where yes. the control of like, we have to be in this part of the town and this, and that kind of thing. And that's obviously that this is the layers, right? Of trust and oh. surrender. It's not the full like. <laughs> oh yeah, because guess what? What ends up happening is that like you're you're um really kind of highlighting, which it is true. I kind of live my life as a follower. And when you live your life in that state, you end up putting your life in someone else's hands mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And so life ended up showing me as my wife was kind of waiting to see what was going to happen because it was like, this is the big thing that we're waiting for because you're in the music industry. So yeah, amazing things can happen in that arena. But there waiting was always someone. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing at yeah. the same time. Oh, yeah. Waiting know? and then working, working right. and then waiting. Right. And so um, life was just kind of showing us like, well, that isn't the way because believe it or not, someone would always get in the mix and blow things up, mm -hmm. right? So I'd be like mm -hmm. right at the edge or precipice of doing something extremely great and someone would come in and screw it up. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a, a, a key of frustration for my wife to even say, don't you think we should just move, right? Yeah. Let's just move to California. There's nothing left. So when we landed the show in LA and we ended up doing four seasons, it was amazing. Totally. It was beautiful. I wish we had read the book, <laughs> Who Moved My Cheese? before we actually did the show okay mm -hmm. for real but at any rate um again we're on the show and you know we're doing four seasons as a matter of fact 
the the the, the um, entertainment industry is really funny. We actually were uh, we had plans on like meeting with the these marketing and promotional people for commercials and stuff like that. So we were like scheduled for some major big things. It was like mm-hmm. we were really getting ready to go to the next yeah. level. And then right before the show was supposed to start, they were like, well, we're not canceling the show, but we're not coming back. We love you. <laughs> it was that for se- that was season four. <laughs> yep, after no, season no, four. That was, that was we after were getting ready to go four. on to season we five. We had already got uh, the green light. We oh, had, yeah. we were, our, our flights were scheduled to sit down with the oh, advertisers for, for five. <laughs> yeah. Like right. early. And we so were this is leaving about two weeks. And yeah. We got the call and they said, and it was because of, uh, the climate and the uh the political climate yeah Trump and all of that and they were like ah we just don't know, know how this is gonna what, go you know what shows we can really have you know we didn't want to be focused on that right so right they right, said, right you right. know they didn't officially cancel it but they was like we decided to go a different direction yeah, yeah i mean yeah, four four right? seasons and is so- pretty good oh no that's i mean that's a pretty good life on tv mm-hmm, right it's a, mm-hmm. tv lifespan is pretty totally. good but the point is, is that we, what we were doing was we were actually living out our dreams by simply watching television, mm-hmm. screaming at it, sincerely talking, talking to yeah. it and screaming at yeah. it and eating all kinds of food. But that's the very thing that led us to psilocybin and this whole plant medicine journey that we're on. Okay. Ironically. Can you talk yes. about that? I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, And also, and this is probably part of it, but. I'd love to talk a little bit also about your health and how Mm. also the food aspect for all of this holistic wellness led also through the psilocybin journey. Would you be willing to talk about that? Oh, Oh, most definitely. That's actually where he's getting ready to go now. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I didn't really realize it. Like, you know, you're having fun, you're eating Doritos and cheesecakes and you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm eating like all of these different Mexican candies. I'm like literally going to swap meets in California and I'm searching out. Okay, okay. Do you do you get the what the Lucas ones, the ones where you push it up and it's kind of like a paste? Oh, I'm obsessed with that. You You just got so excited. Oh my God. I love that. That is such advice for me. Like those, like the Mexican candies. That's a California thing for sure. You gotta be like a part of the California (laughs) culture in order to even experience it. It would be so much. I wouldn't even know where to start. I'm I'm not picking nothing. It's too much to choose from. No, I know. I I know. I would go out literally. I would make my son come with me. He's like, yo, you're going to come with me. You're going to help me carry all this. Just mm-hmm. junk food, all this candy mm-hmm. to the show. So we ended up doing that. We got a, a pretty good rep, but at, at the end of the day, like you're saying now, yeah, health-wise, I wasn't thinking about that at all. Yeah. I was just really having fun. I was thinking about she it. Was. And I have been thinking about it for years. Right. Years. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say things to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't eat that. And every time he would put something in his mouth that he shouldn't have in his mouth my heart would drop yeah. every single time. Yeah, and that happened for years. It went on for years. Mm-hmm. And I would say little things and he would get an attitude. Oh, yeah. I know now <laughs> that it was, those, it was those bad cells in his body that was going off on me. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah they were totally. screaming out, leave me alone. Yeah, I want this. I want that. I want, that. <laughs> I want what I want. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I go for a regular physical, right? Just go for a regular checkup. And my primary is like, hey, you know, I want to check something out. Your PSA numbers are kind of high. I had no idea what a PSA number was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a part of like, you know, like a beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. 
an I IPA, a PSA. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I can go for a PSA. You know what I mean? If you might find something in my blood system, so sure. You know, <laughs> I love and, that. It's um, funny. Yeah, you know, and so um, it got and, serious and because we didn't know what it was. Yeah, and I've always been a researcher, but I didn't even really research it. Yeah. Um, we were just like, oh, okay. Well, your PSA numbers are high, like what that mean mm-hmm. right yeah. it's just like okay keep living yeah no no it it got serious real fast and so mm. then the primary is like okay so mr zeno here's the deal uh your numbers are really really um you, they're elevating really fast and so we need to send you and set you up uh, with this oncologist he's going to check you out and all of this stuff right so I, now i'm like okay believe it or not I'm I'm around 45, 46 years old at the time. I have no idea what an oncologist is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, but that's good that you, I mean, in a way that you never had to, in your family and whatever, you never had to deal yes. with a cancer doctor, it's, you know? He didn't deal with it in his family before. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's a beautiful thing on one end, but it's also a sad thing because you know what? We need to know, especially as African-American males, mm-hmm. You need to know who an oncologist is so you can get checked out and make sure you get your prostate checked out. Totally. Everything, okay. That There's a PSA. Long story short, it's like um, I deal with the oncologist and the oncologist comes back. He's like, yo, you got to have this operation. You know what I mean? We're saying cancer is really aggressive and um, you only have three years to live. And I'm like, I'm like, what? That's... You know? Um, and this oncologist is really seasoned. He's like, he's been in the game mm-hmm. for a long time. As a matter of fact, it's almost like 50 years he's been in the game. Wow. So he's seen a lot of things. Um, and so his, de- his delivery, I guess too, because he had been doing it for 50 years, it was kind of, it was kind of a uh, sterile. It was kind of sterile. It was like, yo, this is, this is the situation. I'm telling you what it is. And you need to have this, 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 and that. We need to hurry up. And so I was like, I need a little time. We need some time. I need to, we need to process this, right? Yeah. So they gave us this like three month time period. And I think you get that like maybe two or three times before it's like, it's like, okay, you got to yeah. do something. Well, right? we, we chose to uh, monitor it. Okay. Right. We said um, monitor it. They wanted us to have him get checked every three months. And um, we were like, just monitor it, you know, so that it would give us time to, make yeah. a decision yeah, on yeah. process what we first to of do. all yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying you know initially mm-hmm. we were like uh the surgery yeah right yeah you know yeah. initially yeah totally. then we was like hold up let's yeah. really talk about this and let's really think about it and now it's time to research because this is serious and we need to know what we're getting ourselves into what is your quality of life gonna be like what is yeah. you know what i mean what yeah. are the chances that you can still you know have this or you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah or, all of it. Get it so i yeah. just went in and started researching and that scared the hell out of me yeah just we, as bad as the you got three years we, right. we needed time to honestly get a good cry in yeah um we needed some time to get our our prayer life on because of you know uh, our belief system and where we were at the time and, you know, we, we just had a coming to Jesus moment, just to be totally honest. It's like, you, you begin to question everything at that point. And so, um, it was like, yo, like, uh, I, I wasn't really feeling the statistics in regards to the outcomes of people, mm-hmm. um, doing the operations just for me. I was like, no, nah, um, the quality of life for me, I was like, no, nah, I don't think I can live with a penis pump yeah. or, you know, I don't think I can live with, um, diapers you yeah. know, because of the consonance issues. There's a lot of things that I didn't per se agree with, 
per Mm -hmm. se. So I was like, okay, we were like, God, you gotta, you have to now help us. And mom, I'm going to say this. My wife lost many nights of sleep. I can remember her while we were laying down and that computer screen and the glow from that computer would put me to sleep Mm. because she was, she was just, she was a monster. She did not give in at all or give up. She was researching to the hill, right? And so um, long story short, we ended up getting led to um, ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Well, before, well, before we before we get to that part, because I want to elaborate a mm-hmm. little bit more on that if I can. Yeah, please. Um, because at that point, like he said, we had to get a really good cry in. And when I say we got <laughs> cry in, like why me and uh, yeah. oh yeah, you know what I mean and everything. And then we got angry mm-hmm. too. Stages of grief, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, and Zeno started asking himself, like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Mm-hmm. And he said, Spirit was like, uh, you. Yeah, you, you happened. Happen. Yeah. Remember the people's couch, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Even right. Before, or the people's couch. Yeah. Because yeah. ever since oh, we yeah. were little, I've, I've been I've been knowing him. I've been loving him since I was five years old. He lived yeah. around the corner from yeah. me. Yeah. He never knew. I never told him none yeah. of that. Right. Until he actually came to me. So actually, I manifested him too. Oh, I love right? that. Yeah. You guys got together early, right? You guys were young when you got together, right? Was it was it eighteen or nineteen? You guys got together. What what was no, it? No, I was. Uh, he asked me to be with him seven days. After I turned 16. 16th birthday. Wow. Believe just... it or not, believe it or not, I was in Atlanta and I was going through probably one of the roughest times of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up praying. And in the prayer, um, I'm asking now, like, God, please, just like, you got to send somebody that would love me the way that I'm going to love them. Right. And so all of a sudden, her face pops up. In my prayer, and I'm like, no. But he never looked at me. He never looked at me like that before. He always looked at me like a little sister. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, no, like that doesn't make sense. So I'm like, I have my black book moment, and I'm like, no, I wipe her face out of my mind. I'm like, go back to my, yeah, go back to my prayer. Yeah, I'm thinking about this. uh, (gasps) I don't know. She was a junior in high school. I was a senior, maybe. So she was cute, and I was like, Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. seemed like a nice girl, maybe. Maybe I should stalk her. I didn't even know it was stalking then. But it's like, maybe, yeah, you maybe. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Hunt <laughs> her down. And then her face popped up again. And I was like, wow, this is like, I couldn't understand it. Ultimately, after the third time, it was like I literally got spiritual instructions on how to navigate that because it was so close. Yeah. Right? Extreme close proximity to mm-hmm. me growing up with her um, cousin because that was why I visited her home so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was over every day. Yeah. You know? Oh my God, I so, love stories like yeah. that. And here you are, obviously, obviously God knew the plan here. Here you oh, are oh, together. Yeah. <laughs> And planned. it was in motion before we even came down here absolutely we absolutely oh, yeah. it was I mean? yeah. absolutely it was uh confirmed with while we were in the spirit realm yeah oh yeah most definitely yeah. oh mm-hmm. yeah it sure was so wow. uh again long story short we we ended up um getting married right um i was 25 and she was 19 <clears throat> When I, when we got married, when we got married, mm-hmm. and so yeah. me being in love with him since I was five, I was, and then to hear three years, right. I was like, huh, mm-hmm. uh, uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. you know. So 
now I'm angry and I'm scared and I'm nervous and I'm crying and I'm, it's a whole lot of different emotions. I'm depressed. It's a lot of different things that's going yeah. on in my mind. And all I have to turn to is religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, my mind is going back to all this time that we were sitting in church, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. All the things that we manifested in our lives is because we man we manifested it in our lives. Right. And we sit and have the faith and wait for it to pop down. Yeah, out of the out sky. Of the sky. Yeah. And in my mind, being yeah. you know, we we went to a very large church. It was know? a mega church. And, it honestly was. It was and, a mega you know, church. They had healing lines and and yeah. all of this kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And becoming people getting hands laid on on people that we've known personally that had cancer. Mm-hmm. And we talked to them before, during, mm-hmm. after when they got hands laid on them. Oh, I got the faith yeah. and this and that and they still just go ahead and get up out of here with the quickness right mm-hmm. and yeah. so in my mind I was like uh-uh I gotta yeah. figure this down to the yeah. science down yeah. to the mitochondria yeah we're, yeah. Not, we're not doing that one yeah you know so <laughs> yeah. it started with me with letting the food be the medicine yeah yeah. Because I was always a cook. I was I was already uh already had a cookbook that I was getting ready to release oh, before okay. we went vegan. Mm-hmm. And so I started to study, I started studying how to heal the body naturally, mm-hmm. right? And yep. so I signed up for a master herbalism class. I started studying herbs and all that. And while I was in the uh, the master uh, herbalism class, it started taking me back to <laughs> the beginning of time. Uh, right wow. yeah. and you know in church when you're in um when you're a christian christian uh religion uh-huh. um they talk a lot about two thousand years ago mm-hmm. christ came and died a little over two thousand years ago right right well uh the earth is billions of years old yeah <laughs> so i started to really tap into that i knew that in the back of my mind but i never really looked into it my mind yeah. was just oh yeah caveman oh yeah dinosaur sure. right <laughs> you know what i yeah, mean yeah and then there was no reason to there was no reason to like really like you had things stuff in front of you but now you were like okay i'm this is going much deeper now than you expected much deeper right oh yeah and so then it caused me to get and learn about herbs Mm -hmm. and the way that they went about it anciently and how religion came in Mm -hmm. and broke that up and pushed the shaman away and called it evil and you know what i mean and so i started doing this research i'm going down this path and studying the food the ingredients in the food what to cook with what not to cook with what oils to use what what oils not to use what seasoning to use why not to use this salt all of this thing because i wanted to make sure that we became the science project and that's what happened oh yeah i started studying every single way (laughs) <laughs> yeah to get healed naturally get healed naturally <laughs> yeah and you know and we basically did we did just about every single thing that we can do listen. people come and be like so what did you do listen listen listen, listen. i'll say this cat it was and and so of course when when you know someone receives a diagnosis like that right and they give you a time frame it doesn't matter if they say you know you got three days or you got three years you know anytime you, you know years. something like that is like <sighs> Right. Couldn't even. So you're like, okay, um, I think I'm pretty open to everything now since we've made our decision. Right. right. So I'm open. And when I say we did uh black molasses and uh 
what is it? Blackstrap molasses. Blackstrap and molasses. Sodium bicarbonate. We've done mm-hmm. uh, very high doses of, uh, of food uh, grade. No, no, very high doses of uh, of marijuana, the mm-hmm. the oil, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's really, really dark, thick, looks like tar. Yep. And when you start it off, you have to start off with the uh, the half the size of a rice grain because yeah. that's how potent it is. Oh, RSO. For wow. all my people yeah. that really know what's really popping, is yeah. uh uh, a Canadian guy named Rick Simpson who mm-hmm. came up with the formula originally, mm-hmm. and so and so that 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 was a method. Mm-hmm. Uh, food grade hydrogen peroxide. There we go. Uh, we, we, we we just went through all of these paths. a myriad of things naturally in mm-hmm. order to to help cure. So let and me so add now, this. Oh, okay, I have okay, to add okay. this. Now while we're doing this, we're not just doing this and saying, "Oh, I'm healed." We're, oh, no. we're going back to the doctors and instantly totally. we became vegan that's another thing oh, okay. right mm-hmm. and when we became alkaline vegan right. so instantly it was not like oh we're gonna taper off and blah 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 instantly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not playing i yeah. went in the yeah, freezer yeah. i went in the refrigerator and i started throwing stuff out the cabinets yeah. and i was like Mm-mm, no yeah. we, we yeah. can't so, even have it in the house so yeah. if anybody's ever heard of dr sabi we ended up following that and then my wife ended up connecting and studying under some other natural right holistic doctors mm-hmm. and so there's one guy an italian guy is a, another black uh doctor here located out in here in california mm-hmm. i mean there's tons of tons of things that we did right yeah and so we're seeing the psa numbers go down wow and at the same time my wife is also studying now like ayahuasca mm-hmm and how I got to that was I started getting, even though the diet and, and all of that, right? Because that, that took a toll, mm, literally. Yeah, yeah the know, whole family we, went in like, you, for you know. years, we did not go out and eat at one restaurant. I just, what a <laughs> yeah. beautiful, I love when I remember you guys told me that, like, you, is it, do you have one son, two sons? One, one. One son. Yeah. I remember you guys yeah. saying, like, when he would try something, you would all try it. Like, it was all, it was a family affair of all of you. Oh, eating yeah. the same way and like talk about such unconditional love and support this oh, is not man. easy I'm, I'm the most blessed guy on the planet totally. you know um it was like they actually had it too that mm-hmm. that's the way that they approached it right it was like you know um our son was just like man my dad has gotten diagnosed with this so we just gonna this is how we're gonna live like whatever we decide that this you know this is what's what's gonna go down and this is how we're gonna do it then i'm in how old is he so he uh, he's 28 now. I mean, how old right. was he at the time? Um, he was 20? 20. I mean, what an amazing thing for a young man to do. Like, yeah, that's a huge right. lifestyle choice. Yeah, no, it's like he's dropping the little Caesar's he's pieces said, he's, and stuff. Yeah, he look, mm-hmm. he's not vegan now. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did, he, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, Dad, you're doing a lot better now, right? All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I started driving down the street and seeing him sneaking and walking little Caesar's. Hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, oh. He's like, Mom, let me live. <laughs> you know, as we drive by. Yeah, as we drive by. He's holding the little that is box. so it's funny. Like, I know it's cheese all up, all up in there. Is there pepperoni on that? But, listen, we ended up going down this pathway. Oh, wait, I got to tell you how I got to that pathway really quickly. So okay. in my mind, the religiousness took over again, right? Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about the people yeah. that have passed away, mm-hmm. right? And so now I'm angry at the Bible. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, listen, Jesus said, 
that there were going to be some that come and that's going to do things greater than him. And I used to be like, where they at? And I was sitting in church saying it mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was figuring, I don't see it yet. Mm-hmm. Cause Jesus did some miraculous things what it said in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see it. I had questions. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to have to die to meet God. Yeah. I want proof that it's a God. These yeah. are the kind of questions that I had that I put out in the universe. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my wife. She, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. she was pretty straightforward with it, with her approach. And so he took the approach during that time of his healing path of studying the Bible and the word and, mm-hmm. and all of that, right? And so I took the path of trying to study where Jesus was when he wasn't in the Bible. I love that. Because when he Mm -hmm. came back in the Bible is when he started doing all the miracles. Yeah. And he was, and he was, uh, I mean, I'm so sorry. I, I, he was in, how old was he when he's, when we track him in the Bible? Um, when he came back. His full life. Well, just when he came back, because there's this big gap, right. Of time. Right. So I think it was like, he was what, 18 and Mm -hmm. then he comes back at like 30 yeah yeah 30. so there's a big gap of time where he was doing something oh, yeah, to find out how to how to create miracles exactly <laughs> so I, right. what were you doing yeah, like 12 years yeah yeah where were you seems like you were using <laughs> your time wisely okay well, obviously <laughs> like he's sitting in dirt and blind, you know, yeah totally right yeah right people don't people don't think about that mm-hmm. yeah. jesus used the earth yeah to heal somebody yeah. that was blind. Yeah. Jesus had people go and dip in water, mm-hmm. something, an angel of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started studying yeah. that, yeah. where he was, and that led me down the to path of ayahuasca, right? Mm-hmm. My gosh. And um, I started reading about how people started uh, being able to tap directly into God, happened directly into self and source and to heal mm-hmm. the the trauma and now we was gonna do it together anyway, anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. but i started a two and a half year journey of just studying just ayahuasca wow right. so you didn't even so try it you just two and a half no. years just reading about it and learning about it reading wow. learning about it watching videos watching mm-hmm. ceremonies yeah you know, for two and a half years that's right. what i just did and so I knew that we were going to do it. And when the time came, it came to us. It was attracted to us because we put it in the atmosphere and yeah. we knew. It was the perfect scenario. And um, there was a shaman mm-hmm. that flew from uh, the Colombian rainforest mm-hmm. to California. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a really close friend who we didn't know at the time. Watch this. We didn't know at the time, but she was actually a shaman in training. Oh, really? And this so is somebody you've known? She, right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't know that she was like visiting mm-hmm. um, Native Indian reservations mm-hmm. and, you know, going through this shamanic training. Sure. Uh, but she ended up connecting us uh, to the shaman. And, and so we decided to go on this journey together with mm-hmm. her. And so, oh, we're going to get together. We're going to stay in the Airbnb, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know what? I've been growing psilocybin. At the and same I, time. At the same, you know, and um, I'm going to bring it to the Airbnb so that we can try it, right? Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> at this point, I didn't know nothing about psilocybin. I had been studying ayahuasca for two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. So my mind is set on ayahuasca. I'm telling my husband, yeah, we going there for you, but we going there for me. Mm-hmm. I'm healing. I'm, You know what I mean? It's yeah. All this stuff has been about you for all these years. Yeah. I'm going in and it's time for me to clear out things that I need to clear yeah, out totally. so that I can move forward. Yeah. Let me just add this real quick. 
do you guys remember the story I told or she told about how we had a plan and mm-hmm. then um, I kind of just walked away from the plan? Mm-hmm. I'll just leave that there for a moment. Okay. Her oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it, got you it. Guys, hold yep. on to that. Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. where, where was I in on? So, no, you were... You forgot. Okay, so <laughs> that's fine. That's, okay, okay. You know, so ayahuasca. She said she has psilocybin. She's like, but you've been studying okay, ayahuasca I mean, for two and a half years. Yeah. Okay. You Kat, you're amazing. You. Not even a note. Not even. I'm just listening very intently. <laughs> hey, I love it. You're amazing, Cat. <laughs> it's a hell of a memory because I was jarred for Okay, okay. So I, I didn't know. Like I was so married to ayahuasca. Ayahuasca was my new boo. Mm-hmm. And I had so many oh. expectations. Yes, I was expecting uh, uh, the first person that I ever heard about a ayahuasca journey. I was yeah. expecting their journey. Yeah, of and course. See what they see. Oh my yeah. God! They saw the moon. They went to talk to Mama Moon. I'm going to talk to Mama Moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I had all these expectations, and here she comes with this psilocybin that I don't know about. I'm a researcher. I always like to know what I'm getting myself into. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, we'll do that. We'll, we'll give us, give me like uh, three weeks and we'll come to your place. I yeah, wanted three weeks, weeks to study because all I knew was mushrooms and I knew the 60s and I knew yeah. everybody was happy and love, but I do remember a lot of peace. Yeah, right. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of love. It was yeah. a lot of peace and it was a lot of love. There totally. Was a lot of streaking. Right. It was a lot of streaking. Yeah, a lot of streaking, but, a lot of you know, <laughs> free love. But be, you know what I mean? But because they, they, it's what they put in the atmosphere, the agenda that made it, you know, called Abs- it drugs. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead yeah. of plant medicine, exactly. You know what it was what it here is. for, right? Yeah. right? Right. And so um, she was like, I'm going to bring them anyway. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not taking them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kept mm-hmm. saying, we were, we was talking so much shit, Kat. Why she trying to get us to take them? Why she yeah, trying like, to get us to take them? I, I don't even know why she's doing that. I said, we're not taking that. He's like, we're not taking Yeah, we're not taking that. We're definitely, okay. yeah, the plan. He's, okay, our plan, okay, right? When we go in, there we are go. definitely not taking that. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay, continue. Now, <laughs> We we had went there to the Airbnb three days prior to us. And what we did not know is that she was setting the environment. She was setting the space. She Mm -hmm. was doing everything that she was supposed to do. So in her mind, we was taking this damn silver She was in her shamanic mode. She knew. She turned that Airbnb space into, you know, a, a, a space for mm-hmm. us to actually have a real journey. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she really did. And so we get there, oh, this is nice. We smell good in here. Yeah. We're getting ready for our ayahuasca journey tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then here she comes. Y'all ready? <laughs> and I'm like, we ready for what? Are we ready for what? Yeah. Yeah. You ready for the psilocybin? I'm like, didn't I tell this girl we're not taking this stuff? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I looked at him. Didn't we say it? He looked at me and said, baby, let's just go ahead and do it. <laughs> Abandoned plan. Walk into the room. Okay, yeah. First person. Yeah, I'll yeah, go that I, way. That sounds good. Okay, <laughs> I figured she went through all of this trouble, right? Yeah. To curate all of this for us. <laughs> we might as well 
Try it. And yeah. I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to be honest to you because yeah. remember the story that I told you about when I said we went to his grandmother's house. Yes. And I told him, don't go in that room. That yes. person going to call you in the room. He said, I'm not going. And as soon as they said, come here, he was like, he went back there. Yes. My trauma immediately oh, took yeah. me back to that time. Totally. When yeah. he said, baby, let's, let's just, just go ahead it. and do it. <laughs> After we had just got in the car and said, we're not doing it. Yes. Oh, my right? God. Yep. And so now we say, okay, we do the journey. And when I say it's Mm. the most beautiful thing that I ever could have experienced in my life, I didn't know about expectation. I didn't know about intention. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about anything, dosage, nothing. It was just like, we, we trusted her Mm -hmm. and, um, she did an amazing job. I think well, I can be honest. And at that Overall, point, I didn't trust anybody. Yeah. Anybody me, but my husband and my son. Let, yeah. me, let me say this. Um, She knew exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, she didn't kind of like, like hold our hands with the dosage. She gave us enough to make sure. Oh, but she lied to us. Yeah. She lied to she us. She did. She told us we was going to be microdosing, cat. Yeah, she did. Now, I don't, at this time, I don't know about psilocybin, so I don't know about dosage. I don't know about yeah. set. Mm-hmm. I don't know about setting. I don't right. know about none of that. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, microdosing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We were so far from microdosing that no, first Really? Time, it was like, oh, it my was, God. If the, cup, if the cup was this big, if the cup was this big, it was like... <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, well, for anybody listening, obviously people shouldn't be doing that. I'm glad it worked out, but now I'm sure when you guys do ceremonies, you give people a proper heads up. She knew us for years. Yeah. And we were really, really close. And I think she would have been like, maybe had some sessions in the spirit realm or something beforehand. She She had saw some things. And when she came in, she knew exactly what she was doing. My wife says it all the time. It was the most what beautiful, most beautiful experience. Like nothing compared to it. The I mean that I have for him. Yeah. Uh, the love that I have for my son, the birth mm. of my son. Like nothing compares yeah. to that journey. It yeah. was. Yeah. I had questions that was answered that I had my whole entire mm. life. Mm. I have been saying I want proof. Yeah. That it's the guy. Oh my God, I got proof. Yeah. That yeah. day when she told me to come out come out here in the backyard. I came out in the backyard and I saw the plants and they were singing and they were swaying and they were dancing. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was God, literally everywhere. (laughs) Quite literally. Oh, here we are. (laughs) You know, the veil's just like, like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. And so the very next day we go on our ayahuasca journey. And so I'm Mm -hmm. expecting the same thing to happen. No. For me, yeah, no. for you, no. I didn't get no visions, mm-hmm. no um, closed eye visions, or no open <laughs> eye visions. All I got was on the toilet and in the bucket all night. Really, long. you know, but all I night long. But it yeah. was still a beautiful experience, all in all. But I was in disbelief most of the night because I kept saying, "Is this what it takes to heal?" <laughs> yeah, that's Is a lot. This of- what it takes to heal. It, it's interesting. It's a lot of people like will have that too with like 
there's plenty of people that actually just never have an experience. They don't have, I didn't have a real visionary experience, but I went through like a lot of emotions and things, but you know, the purging obviously as they say is part of the, the healing and whatnot, but there's, there's a part of like, I always think like there's also lessons built into it and like all around expectation. So it's like the more expectation, she's like, perfect. I'm going to create an experience that you're not going to expect at all. You're like, wait, what happened to the psychedelic ride? I was just (laughs) like, what happened here? (laughs) But what's interesting is it seemed (laughs) to lead you on in, in a way like your path wasn't serving ayahuasca is a whole other can of worms and, and, and lineage and health around it. Like there's a lot more where like psilocybin, the beauty of this, this is an earth medicine for everyone. It grows on every continent. It is in, it is in literature dating back to Christianity. If you see like mushrooms and like Christian art and like all like, (laughs) and you just see it in like every continent. I'm like, this is the earth's medicine. And there's not actually like a, um, I feel like a one way to, to experience it. I mean, you get to create the way that it, that you best receive it. Right. And I think this is like a nice segue into this medicine path. At at what point now you have this transcendent experience at what point you're like, did you know you had an agreement with Hmm. the spirit of psilocybin to start to begin to um, learn about it from a personal experience and then to share it? Yeah. Okay. Well, well I, you want to start with that? Or well, I'll, I'll say this because we did have the opportunity to speak to you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, otherwise, we wouldn't be on the show. Yeah. You, you, you like have to filter the people that come on. Yeah, yeah, show. absolutely. But it kind of reminds us of uh, kind of the way that it happened for you. It was like you knew that once you had the experience, the medicine was calling you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, um, there's something distinctive that I remember about. Well, he's speaking for him. No, I was getting ready to say about her. No, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about oh, that you. part. No, okay, well, I'm talking about like he's speaking from his perspective. Yeah. As far as that, I didn't feel like after the first time that the medicine was calling me, mm-hmm. even though when right, I right, go right. back in my mind mm-hmm. on the from the very first journey I was leading, right, and didn't know That's until where I, I was going. You know, yeah, and so. You know, what ended up happening, ironically, it was like the medicine was calling my wife because the more that we went on psilocybin journeys, Mm -hmm. we were initially going on these journeys with our buddy, right, who administered the 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 training. And so after going on journey after journey after, because I'm like, look, now I'm like, look, I'm going in and I'm clearing out every blockage, mm-hmm. every trauma, I, like take it all out. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm ready to ascend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's where my mindset was. And so I'm going in with strictly on me, mm-hmm. focusing on me, not focusing on nobody else. Cat, I really didn't even like people. I was an extreme introvert (laughs) that sat in the corner, quiet all night. And my husband was talking to everybody. So I definitely, (laughs) you know, it took me too much energy to talk to people. I would have to go take a nap. You know, my clients, I had to talk to them. So they don't believe that I'm an introvert. Because I was an introvert. And so it would stop me from doing so many opportunities because I didn't even like going outside. Yeah. 
you know, it was literally that bad. Yeah. And so this medicine started getting a hold of me and removing blockages mm. and making new neural pathways in the brain. And I'm mm. looking up and I'm uh, becoming a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Right. And I really, really, really like this person. And I really, really love the things that this person is attracting and manifesting. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do too. That's, that's the funny thing. It's yeah. like, I, I, I once God told me that she was my wife and I knew that she was my wife. It was easy to love her. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after so many years of knowing a person and then now all of a sudden we're walking down a whole new pathway yeah. and I'm seeing this person evolve on a whole nother level. It was mind blowing wow. to me. Yes, yeah. I remember yeah. the 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 moment. Start so we were man, we yeah. were going on a journey with our friend who is now shaman, mm-hmm. right? And so now me and Zeno we're standing up and uh, we're next to each other. And the, our friend shaman comes in our face and she's looking at us back and forth <laughs> and she's looking at him and she's looking at me. Mm-hmm. And me and him we're looking at each other and we're looking at her like this because we see her in the spiritual realm mm-hmm. oh, and man. she looks like the predator. Exactly. Her head was like really, really big. Uh, Her hairline was back really, really far. And it looked like she had really, really long dreads. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we're looking at, do you see what I see? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you both saw it at the time. Right. You both saw this at the right. Okay. That's that's, that's interesting. Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. We talked. We didn't know. At we didn't the know time at the time. We thought until that's... afterwards. I yeah. was explaining to him while he was explaining to me what yeah. we both saw. That's mm-hmm. how we found out we were seeing. Whoa, the same thing. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so she gets really, really close, and she says, "Don't you see it? You are the medicine people." And so my mind was yeah. like, oh, yeah, she's talking about, you know, let thy food be thy medicine. Right. I'm a chef. I'm a vegan chef. That's what uh-huh. she's talking about. And yeah. I study plants and herbs. We are right. the medicine right. people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's not what happened. That's, that's not remotely what she After was that about. point, every journey, the medicine started working with me in different ways can that I, I had can I never bring up a way something that's really really serious yeah so at one point in time my wife uh is on the medicine and um she did mention earlier in this show that her mom was somewhat of a shyster she just kind of always mm-hmm. you know moved about and navigated the world her way she right. chose to do things her way right and um because of that and her mom's trauma, it created trauma for my wife. So it had gotten to a point to where they just really didn't speak too much at all. Mm-hmm. Whenever my, I'm saying whenever, her for years. whenever yeah. my mother-in-law would pick up the phone and call my wife, just, she couldn't do it because if she did at some point, she would be screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so at this point in time, they hadn't talked for how long was it? It was probably about three years serious right yeah, it, was it was like, like three like... years and i had told zeno mm-hmm. um because zeno had lost his mother at a really young age she was 24 and he was eight yeah. and he found his mother mm-hmm. so his heart would get weak every now and again and he would say you need to live you need to talk to your mama because <laughs> yes. your mama's still here and blah 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 and yeah. i would understand where he's coming from but every time i would listen mm-hmm. 
and talk to her oh, every conversation would end with me screaming at the top of my lungs and I would say do you see why he'd be like I, I get it yeah 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 so yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. there yeah. more time would pass and so now between times it's three years and I told Zeno Jesus Christ himself is gonna have to come down here and tell me to talk to my mom <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so now I'm on a journey and the medicine tells me to call my mother yeah. Oh, wow. This is just one of the things that have been happening. Like, that was happening really significant, though, really... because for me, I was like, you know, I always had that feeling of because I had, you know, a short time with my mother. I was only eight when she transitioned, mm-hmm. you know, and I actually found her. So for me, it was like, even though they had all these major misunderstandings and my wife would be screaming at the top of her lungs and maybe my mother-in-law would be cussing, you don't motherfucking understand. And mm-hmm. she like, well, you don't understand. And they, mm-hmm. they're going at it. I had some solace in the fact that they were going at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't go at it with my mother. Yeah. 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 Totally. Right. Yeah. So I, I had some type of, of relief in just hearing them argue, but it, it was serious. Yeah. And yeah, when, she mm-hmm. was on this journey and the medicine said, call your mother. It was, that was totally different. Oh, mm-hmm. it was immediate. I didn't, I didn't yeah. have to rationalize it. I knew who told me to do it mm-hmm. and I knew that I was supposed to do it. Now I just remember after this story is when the medicine started calling people's names out to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I called my mother, my mother would never let anybody especially me get one sentence in yeah without not, interrupting yeah. without interrupting <laughs> anyway so i know i'm saying you know just yeah anything, yeah yeah right yeah. and so my mother let me get everything out that i needed to say and i was able i know it was different because i was under the influence of the medicine mm-hmm. right oh, so you called on the trip oh oh, I oh was while she journey. was yes. actually oh okay the influence of the medicine yes. yes oh the medicine oh yeah mm-hmm. i was under the md mm-hmm. on a journey uh-huh and so um now i'm on the phone with my mother and i was able to tell her everything that she ever thought that she would have ever wanted or needed to hear mm-hmm. from her daughter Mm-hmm. she accepted everything wow. uh yeah we made we patched everything up everything was cool mm-hmm. and then the medicine told me to ask her do you want to live wow. mm-hmm. and she said yeah and then the medicine told me to tell her to get ready for a fight get ready and for so a the, fight get ready yeah. for a fight yeah and so the very next day my mother fell and she stayed on the floor floor for uh 24 almost 48, 48 hours, hours. And they had to bust the door down um the ambulance the fire truck all of that yeah and, the police um, everybody had showed up to extract her and get her out of and so out of her, she went in place. the hospital and she literally fought for a month oh my god she died a few times came back she when i say she fought yeah she fought and um yeah. well, she I mean, essentially went down yeah. because of her lymphatic system because of drinking alcohol yeah. and drug use and yeah. not walking and diet and yeah. not exercise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all the and things. And so the lymphatic system, yeah. so the organs started giving out one by one and essentially mm. she drowned from the inside out. And it, it became so, so serious for me, Kat. And I take this so serious that I almost posted my mother's picture of what she looked like yeah i begged her not to he do begged that. me not to but uh, i almost posted it to show people how real it get when yeah. people don't take care of themselves yeah. you yeah. take care of your lymphatic system the very 
toxic, the very thing that gets rid of all the toxic mm-hmm. waste in the body, it backs up in your body and yeah. your head, your tongue, your eyes, your mouth, and everything gets six, seven times big. Let me, can I just say this real quick? I just have to say this. I feel led to say this because I mm-hmm. understand that there are you know, people watching this. Listen, at the end of the day, right? Um, we may not all agree with one another. The people that you have in your life, you you may not get along with them all the time. Um, you may not stand them. But I'm more than sure there are people in your lives that if they left this planet, your world would be totally different and you would be hurt. Now, if you know that you guys are going through something really serious, I can be honest and tell you that this medicine has a way of totally obliterating the ego Mm -hmm. to get you to a place to where you can even speak and be able to see each other again, Mm -hmm. to hear each other again. Um, It's just gotten to the place and the point where my wife and I and my son, we hold space for people them to be able to get to the core issues of their lives that they're dealing with the trauma that has been inflicted on them probably nine times out of ten from their loved ones Mm -hmm. people that that love them they just don't know how to express it properly right this is where this comes uh co-worker right (laughs) you know what i mean friends Mm -hmm. please consider right going in this direction because scientifically you know this cat is this this thing is is like the safest thing on the planet totally to actually um indulge in to really partake of and it has a way of clearing out addictions and changing negative behavioral patterns it 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 brings you back almost to the essence of who you really are as a person Mm -hmm. and i saw my wife doing this and the medicine began to bring people's names to her while she would be on a journey. We'd be in just, I'd be gatekeeping her, just watching over her, mm-hmm. or we would be on the medicine together. Mm-hmm. And then the medicine would call out someone's name. I'm talking about people that maybe we fell out with two or three years ago, probably mm-hmm. over some of the stupidest stuff on the planet. Yeah, We're in California. They live in Michigan, where we used to live. So it's like 11 o'clock here. It's like one, what, one o'clock in the morning there. And I'm begging her. This is before I really understood. I'm like, please don't pick up the phone. These people haven't heard from us for years. You know why we haven't been talking. Right. You know, we haven't been talking and why we haven't been talking. We're, I guess we're like, it's 1 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And it's one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 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 Fair time. Yeah. Don't, please don't do it. And she's like, gotta do it. Telling you the medicine is telling me I need to call. And Kat, every single time my wife got that unction or heard the, the medicine speak to her and say, call Mrs. X, Y, and Z, or call so-and-so. When I tell you it was the perfect scenario for them to pick up the phone, it was like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, it's three o'clock in the morning. And my wife is talking. She's, she's underneath the influence of the medicine. Yeah. It's like, yes, you know, it's me and I'm on a journey, you know. And these are people <laughs> that that uh, don't even know what the hell a journey is. They have no right, idea what's right, going on. Right, right. <laughs> well, what's but in- they can tell, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, what's interesting, though, is that it's like, 
even even like what you're saying about your mom who never let you get a word in somehow in the energetic resonance obviously it's beyond just voice i think that's the thing i mean maybe this is like this is where this differentiates i i'm also like uh spiritual and and we love it yeah and 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 so for me it's like yeah okay some people could think like oh the the tone of uh, your voice has changed. It's softer. No, but for, to me, uh-huh. there's a, there's something so much more because we're also connected to one another that there's, um, the medicine is speaking through you, but to them, to a, a higher aspect of also whoever you're speaking to, that is different. It's different than, um, you know, any, like your mom's a perfect example of that, right. Of any conversation you had before, she was always in a pattern until this moment and you were obviously in a space where you were able to communicate in a way, your heart open, you're not, you don't, you're not coming at her with all of your stuff around it and all of the, because we, we feel that in energy when we're, when we're holding, um, uh, any kind of resentment or anything for that. And so it's just, it's interesting how, uh, that energy permeates hmm. across and like, yes. it settles other people down in your space. And I feel like the mushrooms really do, even though somebody's not on the experience, they are getting the experience through you suddenly. Oh, most definitely. You know? And this is what I was experiencing, Kat. I love that you, you, um, you know, you were able to highlight that because mm-hmm. it would blow me away. It's three o'clock in the morning yeah. and the person is like, I just got out the club. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, Pardon me, I'm getting ready to go home. What's good? Mm-hmm. And she she has a message. She's like, you're not happy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the medicine is telling me that you need to go on the inside now. There's some things you need to clear up or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I tell you these people were all ears, it was like. God, just <laughs> called down on the hotline. It was like, okay. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> Whatever happened, whatever mm-hmm. caused the separation, <clears throat> whatever they were angry about, excuse me, whatever was going on, it didn't matter anymore. Wow. They were tuned in. Very well. And wow. at some point, those individuals um, at least came to the point to where we could talk again. Of course, <clears throat> my wife uh, would present the opportunity for them to... Mm-hmm you know, to Sit have a session uh, with the medicine because now we're holding space. We're like moving in this, mm-hmm. right? Because she's done her training now and <clears throat> she's holding space for people. And we've seen so many people get healed by this. Yeah, Their lives have just been changed for the better. And I like to think that overall, I'm here because of this whole pathway, right? Mm-hmm. Of walking um just down this natural you know holistic kind of pathway of life yeah um sure it's not gonna be for everybody Mm -hmm. uh meaning the whole lifestyle Mm -hmm. but i mean i would be an advocate for anyone that wants to see a a major positive change in their life and they're trying to figure out how to get it and they don't know what 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 to do we, we already see that the government is already working on synthetic versions of these yeah. medicines, right? Yeah. It's just a matter of what? Regulation and time totally. and all these other things. And then it'll be like, 
you know, if you've been affected by X, Y, and Z, then we have funds for you to right. come in, you right. know. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's the synthetic version. I understand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to be as holistic as possible, though. We we need you to get this organically. We this is my wife and I talking. Yeah. Right. Organically, you got to tap in now because mm-hmm. this is the time, this is the age that we live in. This is this is just the era that we're moving in now. You got to become one with yourself. I think this is a good segue into uh, just the way that you guys are, you know, running ceremonies and how people can expect and also how you choose participants. Obviously, I think the one big um, caveat uh, to some people is around health, right? Mental health, particularly. It's not so much physical health, thank goodness, for psilocybin mushrooms, but um, I know like family history of like schizophrenia is one of the ones where they're like, I think there's going to be, you know, what I'm seeing from the studies is like in, in clinical trials, like if you've got like major bipolar disorder and like you're either yourself or the family, they're like, it's not that it's out, but they're, you know, people, scientists especially have to be very careful that they're not going to like send somebody into psychosis. Right. Or anything like that. Um, So for, for, and, and yet like, on, I feel like a lot of these past, like ultimately people are going to have to like know their own family history and check in with themselves and be like, is this right for me? Or is this a, this is a no. And then like, you know, there's not, there's no way to really know. And so I think for you guys, like, how are you, how are you choosing your participants? Like, do you check in with your own inner compass and go, is this, are they right for us to sit with? And, and what's the process? So take us through, let's, I think let's end with this, like your process of getting people in. Um, um, what are you looking for with people that like you're wanting to take yes. into ceremony and, 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 and what does kind of a ceremony look like for you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We love that question. Um, well, let me just say that um, when someone initially uh, shows interest, um, they have to fill <clears throat> out a health intake form. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Great. that's the first thing that we go mm-hmm. over. We find out if they have, if they're taking whatever medication, whether it's a prescription or whether it's vitamins, we find <laughs> out about their mental state. Mm-hmm. We uh, find out about what their intentions are, what their expectations are all of that and then um we also meet with them face to face over zoom oh, and then okay. we do a zoom intake interview oh okay right? so before the ceremony you're doing a zoom call beforehand to talk through intentions and the process and all that exactly yeah. oh exactly. cool so, yeah you know to make to make people a lot more aware of uh hmm. what they can kind of expect visually you know mm-hmm. what i mean when yeah, they yeah. come in because you know uh the three most important things we tell people before you decide to go on a journey is the first most important thing is your set and that is your mindset so yes. you work on your mindset right mm-hmm. and then the second most important thing which is equally as important as the first is the set team yep. which is your surroundings you have to feel safe at all times and that's what we do we want to make sure that the person feels safe at all times mm-hmm. and then we also want to make sure that we feel safe at all times, <laughs> of right? course yes and so we definitely have to communicate with people to be able to let them know that there are boundaries yeah oh yeah, yeah. right because yeah. you get some people that come in and when people go under the med under the medicine they're vibrating on all different kinds of frequencies everybody yeah. not vibrating on, on the, the same, same. oh yeah Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and the third most important thing is dosage. Yeah. Right. Everybody does not 
get the same dosage yeah. at, uh, at my retreats. I also go in on a journey before every retreat on behalf of our retreat goers and the medicine gives me the dosage. For oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's how I determine the dosage and the medicine has never lied. Oh, yeah. no, it's, been, it's been spot <laughs> right? on every single And time. so, you know, a lot of people, they just want, they do, they just want to know about the, uh, the mental health part, right? Yeah. We want to know about the mental health and we want to know about the physical health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because where, uh, where, where we come from, hmm. Michigan, some people are and just anywhere, mm-hmm. but, I'm speaking from Michigan because that's where we're from. And that's what I've seen with my own eyes is people on all different kinds of poverty levels. Yeah. And people let their, let themselves go. Yeah. Right. And you cannot come into our ceremony. If first of all, you're not already doing the work in some way, Mm -hmm. you're not going to come and you're not going to think that this is a, this medicine is going to do it for you. And you're going to walk out and you ain't got to do nothing else. I love that. So it's not, it's not, I love that. It's kind of like a, mm, I don't want to say like a, like it's not a beginner journey in that like beginner to the path of, of self-awareness and self-exploration and, you're, you're like that next age where you're like, all right, you've already putting in the steps and like, let's take you further now. Oh, for sure. Further yeah. than your mind can ever uh, fathom. That the mind can never fathom. The mind does fathom. its best, <laughs> but it will, it could never, it's, it's going to try to rationalize away like what's happening. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. mind, the mind's getting left out of all the knowledge that's pouring in. So I tell yeah. people in ceremony, sit your ass down, mm-hmm. lay back, relax, breathe, yeah. and let the medicine do what the medicine do. Stop yeah. trying to control it. I want to see that. I want to see it. You know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've literally, I've literally set, I literally set an intention while well, I was like pretending like I wasn't. I was just like, I was setting like some real intentions. I was like, okay, can I be honest? Like, do I want to be like blast into a portal and see like galactic beings and like all this stuff? So I had this like, it gives the first like heroic dose I did. And I was like, yeah, I just, you know, okay, like, let me just say it because I can't, even though I wasn't like saying it, I was like, okay, my vibe can't lie. Like I, my vibe yeah. is saying like, I want to be in a cosmic portal meeting. Um, It did not, it hilariously did not happen. I've had more otherworldly experiences not wanting that but like i really tried i tried really tried to will it in and i it was almost hilariously underwhelming is the way i would describe it i was like well this is underwhelming i'm like here i am in my room like still in my room everything's rainbow albeit but you know i i'm still here and uh okay (laughs) so anyway sorry to it just made me laugh about the expectations wonderful because do you guys really go over like what it looks like because i'd love to be able to kind of explain that and give the idea and that's another thing too like we also want to make sure that people are not coming in and thinking about we about to turn up and have a party oh totally yeah 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 yeah. that's very 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 serious to us we do not take this recreationally yeah right so we do it ancestrally right that's the way that we approach it right Mm -hmm. and so we're cleansing the space before the people even come there you know we're there days before setting up making sure everything is perfect and every every the way that i was trained you know what i mean yeah Yeah, the altar is set up and there are spiritual tools there Mm -hmm. and 
all these different fragrances and all these different things, right? Uh, to create sounds and, it, yeah. and it, they all have an effect, right? As you can see, like behind us. Yeah. This is like, honestly, this is just how we live. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love just, it. It just so happens. Why not have nice a vibe all the time? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. but in ceremony, it's like this times like 50, right? Right. Right. So right, right. There's going to, it's going to be really well lit. <clears throat> and there's going to be different colors. It's going to be beautiful. Not brightly inside. lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be beautiful inside of that space that we're holding, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And more than anything, it's just really about just reassuring and talking to the people that are there that everything's going to be fine and that you are going to experience, you're going to have some euphoric experience, right? Some feeling. Um, you're going to go some different places that you, you probably never experienced before, mm -hmm but it's okay, right? We're right here and we're going to be right here next to you, walking you through this. So at any point in time, if somebody feels uncomfortable, if they feel a little afraid, we're there. We're going to hold their hand and we're going to walk them to a safe space mentally <clears throat> where they're able to continue their journey. Mm -hmm. We can at all help it, right? Um, so <clears throat> that's kind of like how we're moving in this. It's done indigenously. It's done, you know, ancestrally. Excuse me. In the yes. ceremonies that we've been to, like, oh man, you don't get coddled like that. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you kind of on your own. Mm -hmm. no, for the most part, you no, know. <laughs> you are. It's true. Like, no, it's true. It's like, if you have a mat, great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have somebody come and check in every once, every like 30 or 40 minutes. Like, you're all right. Right. Like, I, right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. No, it depends like, actually what day like, you're asking. Unless but... we hear some screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Room, yeah. We're going to assume we're all right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some, some, some noises and bumping. Sure. So, so it is, it's just kind of like, okay, you're there and you're having your experience right in these other um, 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 spaces for the most part mm -hmm. that we've experienced. It's like, you take the medicine, you lay it down, and then you go through your experience, right? Mm -hmm. And I've I've seen this like when we're in other spaces, it's like you know if somebody just gets to profusely throwing up, right? There's somebody like you know like a shaman's assistant that'll come by with a feather and some sacred smoke, yeah, and they're yeah. like whoosh, whoosh <laughs> yeah, yeah, right yeah. over them, right? And yeah. believe it or not, it works. It though, totally works right? out. Yeah, it, no, it's like yeah. it works. The person calms down. They stop like tobacco you know, smoke too yeah, yeah right so it's like yeah exactly right so it's like th there are things that um <clears throat> again like i said our shaman has really uh put in us for us to know how to deal with things because like my wife said people are operating on different frequencies in other wow. words they've been holding and suppressing so many different emotions mm -hmm. on a conscious level and a subconscious level that once they take the medicine they're vibrating on a different level now. Mm -hmm. And now the mask is off. The ego is now dying or it is dead. And whatever was suppressed is now beginning to come to the surface so that it uh. can ultimately be released so that that person can become a new creature, a new yeah. person, yeah. right? Yeah. So you never know what's that part of it, right? It's like shaking a Pepsi bottle up, totally. right? It's like shaking it up and then popping the top off well and we done seen so many different things in ceremony cat that will blow people's minds like, i have to say this <laughs> we know this i don't know if this happens in anybody else's ceremonies because mm -hmm. i I don't think i've ever really witnessed this when we've like gone on ceremonies with you know like our shaman or anything but normally when someone begins to laugh extremely loud mm -hmm. oh, like 
they have an uncontrollable laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. The whole staff starts looking right, at each other like go down. Oh, oh really? Shit. Oh, what oh, what shit. happened? Oh my shit. God. What happens after this? We're gonna be dealing with this person in the space now. Yeah. Because what happened was, and this is this is this norm we we normally get one person almost every ceremony <laughs> yeah. that does this. <laughs> they laugh uncontrollably, which represents the joy that they have suppressed. Mm-hmm. That natural euphoric state of just happiness and joy in their life. Yeah. It pops out and it's like <laughs> Yeah. They they're like laughing like this, and all of a sudden it quiets down. And then there's a shit storm. And it get real. Really? Not a major shit storm, but it is like you begin to see, I don't know, like if the person's been holding rage. Yeah. Then that pops up. If someone is like in serious grief mode, Mm -hmm. then that pops up. Right? So there's all these different emotions and phases of life that end up bubbling up and coming out that was suppressed that they didn't really quite understand why they were making the decisions that they were making yeah. or why they were speaking and talking to the people that they love the way that they were. Right. And we get to deal with that. Yeah. Right. And my wife is, is um, amazing because the medicine is now speaking to her and the medicine is showing my wife things about this person's life. And she's able to go where literally wherever they are. Like the moment that we saw, our friend, right, as a shaman, she looked like the predator. We both were right, able to see that, right, yeah. right? In natural time, yeah. in, I guess, spiritual time, when we saw her, we both saw the same thing. Well, that's what's going on with my wife in the room. My wife mm-hmm. is dealing with other people, and wherever they are spiritually, whatever they're seeing, if she if she can't see it, well, well, what she's tapping in. What was that again? Say that again? In. Whatever, whatever they're dealing with whatever energy, whatever entity, whatever, I'm able to look at them and see what it is. On them, in them, coming out of them. So how can you, I'm curious, like, do you, so when you see, say you see like something like a, like a darker entity, for instance, or have you, have you, I imagine you have, right? Like seeing something, how do you, um, how do you navigate that? How do I navigate it? Yeah, like that's, I'm just very, I've always been curious about when that, because that is really the shamanic path when you can actually see, uh, I'm you know, entities right and things. While he, while okay, he yeah. This, I'll be right back. So I'm going to say this because um, I've seen my wife move and navigate in the room, right? <clears throat> Especially when there's this dark entity that shows up on mm-hmm. someone. First of all, <clears throat> for everyone who is, on the opposite side of the room, meaning, you know, if you're a retreat goer, that's great. Staff yeah. is a whole nother thing. Yeah. We all have to have balls of steel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Like yeah. on some level, there's no way that you can go into this and be totally shook. You got to be prepared, even yeah. if you've never seen something before. Yeah. Mentally and spiritually, you have to be prepared to deal with whatever's going to show up. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because of the side that you chose. It's like yeah. we're working on the light side. So guess so, what? Yeah. We believe that the light side is greater than the dark side. So that alone gives us the mentality to be able to deal with whatever shows up. Right. But my wife has seen people's faces shift into 50 different beings and 
um, speak to those entities that was in that person and uh, help them navigate through the labyrinth of their mind, right? How to go around and get to the core of why it happened, which caused this entity to show up or whatever the person had opened themselves up to, right? Different types of activity in Mm -hmm. their lives in order for them to get to the root cause of it Mm -hmm. and then walk them out of it. Oh, wow. And leave, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like leave that entity away and out of the person. Interesting. And to see a new person pop up, like after the experience is, it's like, mm. you know, it's like, I mean, cause we just come from a Christian background, right? We come from a Christian back. It's like having tickets to see Jesus do a miracle. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. what happened. It's like, if, you know, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you would want to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. would want to pay to see that. Like, it's wow. like, you know, like, okay, Michael Jackson's no longer here. Maybe you didn't like him as a person, but as an entertainer, he was one of the greats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So it's like, if you could, you probably would want to buy a ticket just to see a moon, right? <laughs> yeah, or do yeah. a spin because it was a, ama- or just stand for like yeah. five minutes without yeah. doing anything. <laughs> That's what happens inside of these spaces where we are seeing all these amazing spiritual things take place. But I always uh, feel like and have felt like you can't have any fear, right? Because (laughs) you're going in the spiritual realm, you don't know what you're going to see. And I always say, Mm -hmm. uh, have always said that in every ceremony, I have a what the hell moment. What the hell? Call it a what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You need that. That's you just, know what I mean? Yeah, keep it interesting. And, and then I always would tell people, I didn't ask for this. Who grew up? Who say when I grew up, I want to be a shaman? I didn't even know what the hell the shaman was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah. I, but I tell people it's exactly what I said I wanted to do. I put it in the atmosphere. Yes, right. Years, 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 ago. years, years, years ago. <laughs> we were at the movies. We were looking at uh, Constantine, mm-hmm. and he was able to look at people and see whether it was an angel or a demon that was yeah. working on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at my husband and I said, "Damn, I want to be able to do that." <laughs> and he was like, what? "Oh, she meant it. She was like serious." I mean, I was like, so here you are. He was like, "What?" He was like, "You want to?" He was like, "You want to do what?" And I was like, "I want to be able to look at you." <laughs> And see, you know, if it's an angel or demon, I want to be able to do that. And he said, wait a minute now. Mm -hmm. Really think about what you're saying. Please. Is this something that you really want to see? And I'm sitting there watching and I started thinking because I had a lot of fear Mm -hmm. in my life at that time. Yeah. Right. And so uh, it was fears of hurting myself or Mm -hmm. fears of, you know what I mean? Those kinds of fears damaging myself. So trying to be extra safe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, uh, I had those fears, but with me going on this medicine and going down this this <clears throat> journey, Man. when I say it has obliterated that fear, oh, because yeah. back then when I thought about it and I thought about the fears that I had, I said, my mindset immediately said these exact words. I love scary movies, but <laughs> when I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'm scared to go to the bathroom. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm running and jumping back in the bed. <laughs> yeah, running right, right. Yeah, yeah totally, I mean? totally. Yeah, like that. And so I immediately shut it down. I said, nope, I don't, yeah, don't want to do that. I changed yeah. my mind. Yeah. But and now, fast forward. Yeah, here, here, we, go. here we go. That's exactly right. And so the what the hell moments are, I would look at people and I would see uh, mm-hmm. some kind of entity on them. Mm-hmm. I've never seen 
the same entity on one person. Like, yeah. Really, it's I've always different. The same entity on like different people. It's always different. Something different always every something single different. time. Would you see the entity on them or would you see them as an entity or both? I would see them. I would see them as an entity in the spiritual realm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking at them in their face and I see what they naturally look like, mm -hmm. but their face is shifting. Okay. Mm okay. Okay. And yeah. I'm able to see mm -hmm. what's attached. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm able to see what's attached. And so Man. my what the hell moment <laughs> in my past life, I would have saw that and I would have been out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure a lot of people would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I would have yeah. been out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure know, a lot of people would be like, yeah, that that's uh that's enough. <laughs> yep, gotta go. Yeah, you know it's not saying? for everyone. It is not a path you, for you everyone. Know, you There's... have people you have people that come in these ceremonies that have been molested. Yeah. You have people that come in the ceremonies that didn't know that they were molested and didn't know until they were on a ceremony and the medicine yeah. revealed it to them. Oh yeah. my god. You know what I mean, I've had yeah. people come on ceremonies that have been drinking every single day and taking antidepressant medicine every day and in therapy for 15 years and after a weekend ceremony no, no more longer. medicine no the the uh no more alcohol don't even desire the alcohol and the therapist is telling them they don't need therapy anymore now i don't even understand where that <laughs> happens at where wow. they do that at wow, you wow, know that's wow. not you know so we've seen a lot of different things and oh, when man. we did, and my husband and son, even though they're in the ceremony, they're not on the medicine. Right. Kind of, yeah. Right. And so, um, but my husband and son, they are amazing when it comes. We're spiritually intuitive. Well, I'll use that term. Yeah. Yeah. Like, totally. Right. Because of people at yeah. every journey always think that my husband and son, that they're on the medicine. Yeah. Because you know what? I, I take that back. Remember I said everybody does not like see, I don't see the same thing. Mm -hmm. It was one ceremony <clears throat> where three different people saw my husband ascend. A yeah. ascend? one ceremony. Ascend, like, like in the air, oh, like in space, goes up. Yeah. yeah. We actually, I was one of them and then two other uh, retreat goers and it was all at three different times in the ceremony. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't even know what I, at the time I didn't even know what I was seeing. Yeah. You're I like, I'm just, are you floating? Like, what am I? Am I like, yeah. Oh my God. Right. And so that's what they said that they witnessed. They all saw me at some wow. point, uh, actually floating in the middle of the, in the middle of the air. Um, that they all had their own grandiosious story of how this happened. And it was all <laughs> the same. Everybody disappeared and it was nothing but him. Yeah. And he was surrounded, but nothing but color and light. This well, is yeah. the thing that like, this is the thing that excites me probably the most about the psychedelic <laughs> experience because because the thing is it's like there's so much more at least from my perspective there's so much more than we can see with our naked eyes and you know i i um i am gonna have a scientist that on the show and he's been studying f like uh um like extrasensory experiences like basically like mystical experience for the past 20 years on psychedelics and he's had his own and you know he, he's very agnostic right he's a scientist he's a scientist but he's also not wow. the kind of scientist that's like I can't not say that this being that I saw is real I just can't confirm that it is because I'm a scientist but <laughs> um but I was like I can't I was like this is this to me is the most fascinating thing when when people have shared experiences then it's like but how, you know, like yeah, I, find yeah. me the, 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 cause I've, I've had shared, um, 
things that I've seen with friends too. And I'm like, okay, but, but how, how could we be seeing the same thing? So. Exactly. Well, you know, I like to um, kind of break it down to the people this way. Like we have our vision mm-hmm. as human beings. We're able to see right through a certain channel uh, and a frequency, right? Mm-hmm. We're allowed to see certain spectrums of light through yeah. that channel. Yeah. Then you take, I don't know, a dog and that dog is able to see through a different channel. Yeah. Right. Further, yeah. maybe able to see slightly what we're able to see a little bit more. Yeah. And then, I don't know, let's just take an owl, right? Night creature that's able to see even more. Yeah. And so on and so on. I mean, ultimately that's the way that the spirit realm kind of works for us mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. There are things that we're unable to see, but we've experienced it's just like the wind. Yeah. You can't tell which way the wind is coming from most times yep. unless you have a physical object to, to help show. You yeah. Yeah. Determine yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But if there's nothing there, you can still hear it. You can still yeah. feel it. Yeah. And there are times where we're just in this regular 3D realm that we live in mm-hmm. and we have some experiences that yeah. we can't quite explain. Yeah. Right? I, you said that really beautifully. And I, I love the, the instrument. Medicine is able to tap us into that other visual, that other channel or frequency where it's like the veil has been lowered and now we're able to see some supernatural things that we weren't able to see before. Totally. That's the best analogy. I think that's a great one. Well, I think yeah. this is, this has been such a fun conversation. I want to, before we, before we wrap up, I want to just give you guys a chance to say like, if people want to sit with you, where, where are you? Where do you do ceremonies? How can people be in touch? Um, yeah. Just how can people like just be able to reach out and talk to you about more of the work that you guys are doing? Yes. Well, right now they can reach out to uh, to me on my Instagram mm-hmm. or my Facebook, and that is at uh, B as in boy, T mm-hmm. as in Tom, C as in cat, okay, H as in house, <laughs> I M as in man, mm-hmm. V as in vegan, mm-hmm. E as in elephant, G as in go, A as in apple, N as in Nancy. So repeat that. Bitch, yes. it's like, bitch, I'm vegan. Bitch, I'm vegan. <laughs> vegan without yes. the I. Bitch, I'm vegan without the I. And the okay, bitch perfect. stands for building intellect to choose healthier. Cool. Um, And that is uh, at B-T-C-H, I'm vegan.com. That is on Instagram. That is on Facebook. It is on Twitter. And they can just click the link in my bio. And um, under that link, there'll be different categories. One of the categories will say retreats. Okay. And so um, they would click that and they can click the top button to get notified. You get on the email list to notify when we will be doing our next up and coming ceremonies. And it'll also have the current ceremonies and that we are doing also. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I'll be sure to also link everything in the episode as well. So people could just like click on that. And uh, what a treat this was. Thank you both so much for coming on. I just, um, episodes usually are an hour and I was like, I'm not stopping this. This is so good. I've enjoyed this so much. (laughs) So thank you both so much. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kat. We really appreciate you. And just the way that we met, we already know that it was ordained, right? It was written in the stars for us to meet. Absolutely. um, We honestly, I just want to say this before we leave. We actually see this as a beautiful television show. Um, you actually doing your thing and going out, you know, across the country and possibly all over the world 
and sharing this information and extracting information from interesting, beautiful people all over the world and just sharing the light that you do, you know, by talking about and exposing, right? And sharing information about um, psychedelics. It's it's a beautiful thing. And so we we love you and we appreciate you. We we rock with you. Thank you so and, much. Um, no, sincerely, like we really do. And so um, we just say continued success to you. Stay fortunate. And we here for the ride. We just want to, we want to see the glow up. We All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, no, it's so interesting about this saying a TV show. I'm, I'm, I've, I'm looking at, I'm wanting to do a little something with like Netflix and something. So I don't know, maybe you guys just like, Okay. Cemented so it by saying to. that. I'm like, okay, so, so perfect. Let's help, let's help you here. Yeah. You're not wanting to do some things with Netflix. Yeah, I already have. You're going yeah. to do some things yeah. with Netflix. Yeah, I'm going Your to. Your intention is to blow up. So yeah. we are in agreement with that. Yeah, totally. We see it. We totally. see it for you. Uh, Thank you both so much again. I so appreciate your time. Yes, thank you. And for everyone, as always, trip on this.